Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Friday, September 23rd. The Most High does not live in houses. Today's scripture reading is found in Acts chapter 7, verses 44 through 50 from the New International Version, which reads, Our ancestors had the tabernacle of the covenant law with them in the wilderness. It had been made as God directed Moses, according to the pattern he had seen. After receiving the tabernacle, our ancestors under Joshua brought it with them as they took the land from the nations God drove out before them. It remained in the land until the time of David, who enjoyed God's favor and asked that he might provide a dwelling place for the God of Jacob. But it was Solomon who built a house for him. However, the Most High does not live in houses made by human hands. As the prophet says, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or where will my resting place be? Has not my hand made all these things? This is God's word. Longer than a football field and taller than a four-story building. Those are the approximate dimensions of the Gettysburg Cyclorama, an immense painting that took a year and a half to complete, designed to curve around the viewer, placing you in the middle of the unfolding climactic moment of Pickett's Charge on July 3, 1863. The attention to detail is stunning. When it was first put on display by its artist, Paul Philippoteau, a French artist, as you may have guessed, it transported veterans who were there back into the moment, suspending time and capturing the imagination. It's most definitely worth seeing if ever you do visit Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, which I heartily recommend. But still, with all of its encircling glory, it just left me wanting to go outside, to walk through the actual fields where all of that history, all of the saga of that human drama took place. In my most recent visit to Gettysburg in the early fall of 2021, upon arriving, my first thought was not, I must go to see the Gettysburg Cyclorama, but rather, let's hurry over to Little Round Top and sit up there on some of those huge rocks as we watch the sunset, which is exactly what we did. Talk about a transcendent moment. Talk about transcendent space. I will never forget it. Little Round Top needs no temple space to evoke that hallowed ground. The masterpiece of that century-old cyclorama painting only points beyond itself to hallowed ground of the battlefield itself. Which is, I believe, Solomon's point as he continued his prayer, as well as Stephen's in his speech within that temple ground. Solomon had constructed a grand temple space, evoking the Holy One of Israel. But that's all it could do as well-designed temple space. Evoke, but contain the Holy One of Israel? Not even close. This is the limitation of any temple space, no matter how gloriously framed, ordered, and structured. 
It can never adequately contain the reality it seeks to house. Not even close. Failing to acknowledge the limitation of temple leads in turn to the downside of temple space. Temple space as substitute, as stand-in for the divine reality undergirding it. Like the Gettysburg Cyclorama, any well-designed temple space always drives us out of it, beyond it, into the arms of the reality it seeks to capture and evoke. We may pray towards it, yes. We may be greatly stirred in it, yes, as it draws us upward into God-realities. But that's the thing about good temple space. It always drives us beyond itself to the realities that of necessity lay ever and always beyond its majestic walls and its vaulted celestial ceilings. So as you pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, consider When's the last time you experienced a transcendent moment in what turned out to be, for you, good temple space? Where was it? And what happened? How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home and a swallow a nest for herself where she may have her young. A place near your altar, Lord Almighty, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of weeping, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. One day spent in your house, this beautiful place of worship, beats thousands spent on Greek island beaches. I'd rather scrub floors in the house of my God than be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. All sunshine and sovereign is God, generous in gifts and glory. He doesn't scrimp with his traveling companions. It's smooth sailing all the way with God of the angel army. Selah. Pause in his presence.